Today we're joined by Dana, a, another Yoga of Immortals uh, fellow here to our Bringing the Yogi Home podcast. And I, one of the beauties of modern technology is uh, even though Dana and I are separated by thousands of miles or kilometers, depending on which part of the world you're in, we can actually have these conversations and get different points of view from everyone in the world. One of the things that I love about the yoga of immortals is, is that it does bring people together, regardless of where they're from, what their background is, what whatever culture they've been brought up in. So I'd like to say a big thank you to Dana. And Dana, my first question to you is, how does a, a, a person who's been brought up in California, a California girl, uh, end up uh kind of where you're at and give us a little bit bit of background about yourself and how you came into contact with yoga of immortals okay thank you kendall and uh just to say i'm also very glad to be here with you i'm very glad to be talking about yoga of immortals because it has brought a lot of positive changes in my life and uh, to answer your question i yeah i grew up in california and of course, my husband, he then is Mauritian. He came all the way from the island of Mauritian, Mauritius many, many years ago. And we met in California in my hometown. And four years later, we got married and we came to Mauritius. So I have lived at my adult life in Mauritius. And the, but I grew up very American. You know, what you see is what you get, black and white. That's it. I didn't come with any understanding of the yoga tradition or any of that sort of thing. And what happened for me is that um, at one point I had friends who were, who got involved a bit in the yoga of immortals and they had, in fact, Ishanji himself, he eventually came to Mauritius. And I did the first course with Ishanji Banan, who is, as we all know, the founder of yoga of immortals. I did the first course with him in January, 2011. So it's been, you know, 10 years now. And in the beginning, it was like one course a year. And instantly, once we did it, uh, we really loved it, both my husband and I. And we did these courses with our children, who, of course, are now young adults. And what, coming back a little bit to what you said about meeting Yoga of Immortals people around the world, the beauty of this, doing these sessions, you know, from the name Ishan Shivanon, you know that it's from the Indian tradition, from the yoga tradition. But my husband actually is Muslim, I'm Christian. And just to emphasize how it has nothing to do with religion, with background, with cultures, you know, it's really something that applies for everybody. And that for me, like you, it's one of the things I love about Yoga of Immortals. And I also want to add that not only does it work for everybody, but it works for every age group as well. So. That's how so I got started. You mentioned something very interesting. Well, you mentioned something very interesting in that actual uh, introduction is you mentioned that you've done it with your, uh, as your whole family. That's uh, very exciting because I know a lot of people want to bring their families closer together and it's important to them. Do you, can you speak a little bit about what kind of an effect it had on your family and your family relationships? It actually has had a huge, powerful effect. So when our children, when we did the first uh, course, uh, see, our son was 14 and the girls were then, you know, they were all like, they were teenagers. And in the, 
in that first course, none of us knew what we were getting into. Wow. We actually <laughs> we have laughed. No, we did not know. And we just went there and, you know, we all loved it, but we laughed. I mean, we have told so many stories afterwards about what happened to us during those days. And there has been such a bond because when you share such an unexpected event and such unexpected experiences, you never lose that. And uh, it, it really definitely brought us all closer together. And then our children, they've all done a few more courses. And our son has done the most because he was living at home longer. And we never forced it on them. Whenever a course became available and we'd say we were doing it, we'd ask if they wanted to join in, if they were free, if they were not in, having in school or whatever. And uh, it has been, I see for them that it's something they always have to fall back on. Like I'm for sure, I, my husband and I, we practice, you know, very, very regularly, very consistently every day. My children do not do the same thing, but they always have that with them and they talk about it. And you can, you can tell that when the going gets a bit tough for them, they are back to doing, uh, say, the Kriyas and meditation, whatever they have learned. They put it into practice in their lives. And it has made a change for them. And I realize now my kids are all out of university. They're all working. And sometimes I think I'm so grateful for us having shared all these experiences because my children, they're all doing, they're all doing well. They're all doing what they want to do. They've, they've selected where they're working, what they're doing, how they're doing it. And of course, there's ups and downs. They're young adults. They're just getting started. But they, I'm really, really happy. I, I know that all that we have done of these kinds of courses and practicing is what made things fall into place for them. And it's been funny. When we start sitting around the dinner table, when we're all home together, and we start talking about some of the experiences we have, we laugh a lot. We, we, it's great. So... From that, I get that it was humor that actually, because I mean, having, um, I have a daughter that's 17 as well, who's graduating from high school. So when I see her and her friends, and you tell me that your uh, children were in their teens when they first got involved, I understand with teens how sometimes they can be a little bit skeptical and a little bit, they want to do their own thing. So what do you think? from from a from a mother's perspective was that drew your children in that actually made them want to do it on their own actually i think it's because it is so powerful that you just are in you learn to do these uh, different say meditations different kriyas different exercises different breathing and the result is so powerful you feel so good and i think that that's so it's natural that they want to get back to that that they want to have that. And it's given them a more open-minded understanding of how things work in the world, that it's not just what you see, it's what you feel, it's what you experience. There's a lot going on with energy. It's all about energy. And I think that they've had that in such a deep way that it makes them more balanced as they get older. They understand that it's not just what's happening right now, but there's sort of a bigger picture. And I think that's part of it. I think it's just that they've really gotten a lot out of it. So how have they, because I know with the younger generation and the youth, we've heard a lot of things in the news and whatnot about mental health and uh, about stability and how the pandemic has, uh, COVID-19 has affected them. 
it sounds to me like this may have been helpful with them during all of this. Is there anything that you could add to that? Do you, do you kind of see that with your children as well? It, it helped them, like you said, with the balance? Yes, I would say definitely because uh, our second daughter, she opened up a restaurant in Colorado, in Aspen, Colorado, one month before COVID broke out. And touch wood, wow. I honestly believe <laughs> wow. that, that's yeah, exactly. wow. amazing. And a year and a half later, they're still open, they're still working. And, you know, she's had, in fact, actually, it's gone so well that they have actually had a, they have a, a people who have wanted to buy the restaurant. This is quite amazing. So whether they sell or they don't sell, it's way more, it's a compliment to them for what they've been able to put together. But so Alia has been able, she's been working away in this restaurant and our son who actually did engineering, but he went there to help her. It's been a huge, huge, huge project. And uh, they, both of them, they've just kept going. So, you know, at one point they were not allowed to uh, they could only do takeaway, no problem. They organized themselves. They did takeaway. They could have, at one point, they could have 25% capacity. Okay, they just went for it. They did 25% capacity. They had so much strength, so much stamina, so much belief. And how many times I've heard all of you say, you know, mom, the universe is just helping us. I don't know. She goes, this is bigger than me, the help that we're getting. It was quite fascinating uh, to hear all this from her. And so for sure, it is all this, powerful energy that they have experienced through yoga of immortals that has helped them. And this is, it's been very challenging times, but they've done really, really well. I mean, they're still, they're still struggling. It's not, you know, it's not all over, but I mean, they're doing well. And honestly, otherwise I think that would have closed a long time ago. So it's been a great, great, great experience. And that's so interesting and and so exciting that you would have that discipline of the yoga of immortals to kind of help them through that. So maybe you could just tell us a little bit about kind of your daily practice and how how it affected you and your family and what you what a day what what a typical day would look like for you in practicing the yoga of immortals. Okay, so and the, why that resilience? Why why do you get that? Yeah. So what, you know, the, so as I said, I have done the first course with Ishan Chibanan in 2011. And from those courses, I, we already learned a lot of breathing, of certain kriyas, of certain movements, of different kinds of meditations, of going inside, that kind of thing. And from the very beginning, my husband and I both, we practice every day, every morning and in the evenings. And then in 2020, so like a year and a half ago, Ishan Shivanan came out with uh, the very specific YOA protocols that are from the yoga tradition, but that he, so he's not made it up, but he's put it together in a very scientific, uh, structured way. And so my husband and I, we started that series, very specific series. And we have, <laughs> it was not easy in the beginning because some of the movements are difficult, but we have been doing that now every day. I should say six days a week because we for sure miss one, but we have been doing that every day or six days a week for the last year and a half. And this has been an incredible, uh, brought incredible changes. It's been brought a transformation. And uh, I, I actually think about it a lot because it's, it's like it has a domino effect. 
So it brings physical changes, mental changes, emotional changes. And I'm very aware of it. When you talk about your daily routine, I'm aware of it in relationship, particularly to sports, because I have a little passion, which is I have a horse. I ride my horse every day, just one horse. I'm an amateur. I'm not a, I'm not a fantastic rider, but it's something I'm very passionate about. And I, I love the horse. I love the contact with the horse. I love the social side of having friends who ride. But the really important thing for me is to do it is to get better, better and better every day. And what I have observed that the, the change that has come since I have been doing this uh, particular set of protocols, it's actually been phenomenal. And it's what I call the domino effect. So what happens is that first you, the first thing you experience is a physical change. You feel stronger, you feel, feel more supple, you get more stamina, you have more energy. And then the domino starts to hit the next domino because then you feel good. You see an improvement. So you do more, you push yourself more, you progress, you achieve more, knocks the next domino over. You feel better, you feel more confident, you feel more motivated, more happy. And <laughs> then you push yourself some more and you keep going and going. And this dom these dominoes just keep knocking over. And after a while, you realize that it had, there has been a phenomenal change. And I see that in my writing. But what happens, and it's not just physical, there's the emotional, because as you, as you get this confidence, as you push yourself more, you become way more resilient. Strength, physical strength is like resilience emotionally and mentally, and that comes with it. So you feel resilient, more resilience. You become less distracted by your own apprehension. You're more concentrated, more focused, and of course, the dominoes keep falling because then you have more, you're more successful, again, more confident, higher goals. Uh, and this part, it's amazing what happens. And the beauty of this is that I've observed in this year and a half, it doesn't, it's not only physical and, and mental and emotional in terms of sports, but it transfers into all parts of your life. You know, it, even into business, into your relationships and so on. And a lot of it, I think, is that you become so much more aware of yourself. You become, in the way that you become aware physically of what your body is doing, of where is your, is your weight balanced, where is your center of gravity, in the same way you become aware of your emotions. What are your emotions doing? How are you, what is happening when you are interacting with somebody? What do your emotions, do they cause you to overreact or not? You become, you start to observe all this. And it just starts changing. And all of this comes just from all you have to do is follow the program of Kriyas, of exercises. And the rest just starts to fall into place. It's quite amazing. <laughs> I can go on forever and ever and talk and about you this stuff. Yes. Well, and, and we'd love that. And we'd love that. And that's part of the reason why we actually have the <laughs> podcast is to let people know that this experience that Dana is talking about is available on an app. So the, so the, so one of the, one of the beautiful things that I love about the uh, bringing the Yogi home podcast. And one of the things that I love about the yoga of immortals in itself is myself coming from an IT background, how we're taking the ancient teachings from the base of the Himalayas from a uh, time in
memoriam to an actual modern platform. So Dana and her husband, I'm assuming that it's the app that you're talking about that those protocols yes. is what yes. you were, it, it, that's what, yeah. So, so, so they've accessed that teaching in those, though the breath work, the physical work and the meditations all through, all through their phone. So, and it's kind of ironic yes. as well too, Dana, because, you know, one of the, one of the teachings that uh, we talk about is choosing your own destiny. So you can use your phone to do what you and your daughter did, which is you've helped yourself become a better rider and your daughter opened a restaurant a month before COVID, a thriving, <laughs> successful restaurant that people are looking to purchase during uh, this pandemic. And that resilience that you talked about with your riding, everything that you were saying in your riding made me think about, huh, I wonder if her daughter, that was exactly what her daughter did with her, with her restaurant. That's exactly the same thing. She would have had that resilience. She would have had that belief. She would have had that confidence. And during these times, Absolutely. you would have needed all of those things to actually be successful. Absolutely. So you've had successful in sports, successful in business. It seems like it's had a very positive effect on your family as well. Maybe if you could talk about a little bit, because I know that our listeners are always interested in relationships. And one of the most key relationships that we normally have in our lives is with our significant other. Maybe if you could reflect a little bit on how, because uh, you say that your husband and you have done the yoga of immortals together. Maybe you could speak a little bit on how the yoga of immortals has the effect that it has had on your marriage and your relationship. Yes. Um, honestly, I feel so, uh, I'm so glad, I feel so happy, so grateful that Iqbal and I have both been following this because not, it's, that doesn't always happen in both couples. Because once you start doing it, you do become obsessed with it because you realize how much it helps you. But Iqbal, we, we do it together. And it means that we have a very shared outlook on so many things because, and we also have a business together. So in this business during the pandemic, we rent out space to, we have an industrial zone that we rent out to industries. And in the beginning of COVID, there was a very serious lockdown in Mauritius where people could not even go to work, meaning these factories could not operate, meaning that they could not pay their rent. And you know it could have been a disaster for us. But I think because we both have been doing these yoga of immortals because Iqbal in his way has been experiencing the same thing I have, the, the, the strength, the suppleness, the resilience. Suppleness mentally means just being able to see different points of view. And I think that because we've had that, when we would talk about how are we going to handle this, what can we do? We were able to look at it without being so emotionally, we were not emotionally entangled in it. We were able to really look at it and think about it and figure out what's the best way. How can we kind of give and take? How can we help the tenants? How can we also have enough money to pay the bank? All these sorts of things. Uh, and I think that the beauty of it in this case was that we were really able, we both had that same approach of wanting to find an answer in a positive way. And we didn't, so we never had to argue about it or we never got you know, upset about it or worried or frightened or fearful, all the reactions that many people could have had. And that really comes from the resilience of doing all these Kriyas, of the confidence that you get, because you just know that there is going to be a solution. 
and it is going to work out. And it, and it has worked out. You know, we've, we've done a lot, we did a lot of negotiations, but, you know, working with the bank, working with the tenants, trying to help as if we were all trying to work together to make it work out. And it really did. And it's, you know, everything is going well. And, you know, now, of course, we're kind of getting to the tail end of it. But this has been a really important, I think it's been a really beneficial part of our relationship. And then again, coming back to the fun, when I talk about the fun we had in the early courses with our kids, when we started doing these kriyas and movements, you, the first section is easy. Then you get to the second section. It's really not so easy. There's a lot, if you've not done yoga, there's a lot of movements that are not easy to do. And Iqbal and I, we'd be doing them together in the same room. And we would sometimes bang into each other because we were making the wrong movement at the wrong time. <laughs> we, would just, <laughs> we would just start laughing. And one time we couldn't even finish the session. We were laughing so hard. We're just laughing and laughing. And so this also has been really fun. And we both felt so many positive results, you know, physically, mm -hmm. uh, mentally, emotionally. So all of this has been such a boost. We did, we've had fun, we've had a lot of fun together doing this. And we have such a shared way of thinking about things. This has all been really powerful for us. And um, yeah, definitely, because before doing all that, you know, I'm pretty easygoing, but I have a temper. And much less than I, I have, in fact, I hardly have one now at all. But I mean, if we had not, if we had not been doing all this, I'm sure that we would have, it would have been very tough for us to go through COVID, to go, you know, whatever we've been doing in our life as a couple would have been way more difficult. And by doing all these Kriyas, you just realize that life works out. And you, because you get more confidence, you become more happy, you make better decisions. And somehow you attract that into your life as well. Like, honestly, things go so well for us. I don't mean it's easy. I don't mean we don't work hard. We do. But still, things work out. And this is the beauty of doing it with your spouse. We, we really have had a lot of fun doing it. And we enjoy We We have different things. We definitely like different things as well. But we have enough in common that we really, uh, we've been enjoying ourselves a lot with it. This is important. Yeah. Well, and I really want to like the conversation with you today is just again just even having a conversation with with you is it, it's very uplifting I can hear the positiveness in your voice I can see how just being around you and your family uh, would uh, absolutely lighten up the room and I want to say thank you uh, from the yoga of immortals team from the yoga of immortals bringing the yogi home podcast i think you and your family have explained very well and are an absolute phenomenal example of what we mean when we say bring the yogi home uh it's easy i guess to go up into the himalayas and renounce a lot of stuff but when you can actually live the principles live the life of positivity and strength and and success your whole family success during these COVID pandemic times and do it with a positive attitude and so much fun. I want to thank you so much for sharing your, your, your story today. And I want to thank you so much for taking your time to join us on this podcast. Thank you. And, uh, and have a great day. Do you have any closing comments that you'd like to make Dana? Um, no, no, I just want to actually thank you. And, uh, I want to also say that I really hope 
other people will try this because it's so simple. You don't have to think about anything. You just follow the protocols, you do them, and your life is transformed. And it, it is such a beautiful, beautiful experience. That's all. <laughs> and I love the name, Bringing the Yogi Home. I think it's a fantastic uh, name for the series of podcasts. And it's so true what you say that the real... Yeah. It's, the, it's what is happening in your life every day, in your home, with your family, with your business. This is what's important. So when you can make good changes, when good changes happen there, it's the best. And thank you again. And so we are closing off another episode of Bringing the Yogi Home, Yoga of Immortals podcast. Stay tuned for a future podcast when we're going to have other phenomenal guests, positive people with positive mindsets who want to make a positive change in the world. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day.